Proverbs 8 verses 1 to 11. Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? At the highest point along the way, where the path meets, she takes her stand. Beside the gate leading into the city, at the entrance she cries aloud. To you, O people, I call out. I raise my voice to all mankind. You who are simple, gain prudence. You who are foolish, set your hearts on it. Listen, for I have trustworthy things to say. I open my lips to speak what is right. My mouth speaks what is true. My lips detest wickedness. All the words of my mouth are just. None of them is crooked or perverse. To the discerning all them are right. They are upright to those who have found knowledge. Choose my instruction instead of silver, knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare with her. So thank you to James for doing that reading in advance for us. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. And children, if you're sitting near parents or the people that have bought you, as I ask a question, you can have a little discussion. And then I'm going to get you to stand up if, you, um, if the answer to the question is yes, and remain seated if you think it's no. And this is for everybody to join in with. So what would you do if you saw someone cheating? Should you tell? So have a little think. If you saw someone cheating, should you tell? So if you think yes, put your hand up or stand up and remain seated with hands down if you think no. Okay, the majority say yes. Okay, good. Right, next question. You promised to keep a secret, but found out someone is going to do something bad. Do you keep the promise or help in situation? So you promised to keep a secret, but found out that someone is going to do something bad. Do you keep the promise not to tell the secret, or do you tell somebody? So, have a little think. So stand up, hands up, if you would tell somebody the secret, even though you'd said that you wouldn't. Okay, once again, a majority of you would say that. Okay, here's one that might be more relevant to just the adults, but something that the children will get to at some stage in their lives. So, in order to pay the bills for your family every month, you have to work for a company that sometimes lies and does wrong things. Is this okay? So, in order to pay your bills, you have to work for a company that sometimes lies and does dishonest things. Is this okay? What do you think? So, once again, stand up, hands up, if you think, yeah, that's okay. 
Okay, very different answer for that one. Right, so a different question now. No more standing up and sitting down, but something you can think about. Who do you know that is wise? In fact, children, who do you know that is wise? If they're in here today, can you go and stand by them? If you think there's someone in here that is wise. So children, if you're next to someone that you think is wise, put your hand up or jump in the air so I can see you. Oh, just a few, so... Yeah, a few people that people think are wise, the children think are wise. A slightly different version of that question. Put your hand up if you think you are wise. So who thinks of themselves as being wise? Okay, lots of you don't consider yourself to be wise. Well, let's have a look. Let's define what wisdom is. Now, in the Webster's Dictionary, which is a very um, big, I think it's an American dictionary, wisdom is defined as understanding what is true, right, or lasting. It's good judgment. Wisdom is more than a high IQ, so it's more than just being very intelligent. Now, in the original language of the Bible, wisdom was understood as a skill. And the word that we translate as wisdom described the ability of craftsmen and seamen who were skilled in their jobs and their abilities people that made legal decisions were regarded as wise because of the skills that they had in giving advice. There's a story about the car maker, Henry Ford. Now, I'm sure everybody, a lot of the children have heard of Ford cars. I drive a Ford car. My car's a Ford Fiesta. There's lots of them around. But Henry Ford once asked an electrical genius called Charlie, Charlie Steinmetz to build the generators to create electricity for his factory. One day, the generators ground to a halt, and the repairmen couldn't find the problem. So, Mr. Ford called Mr. Steinmetz, who came in, tinkered around with the machines for a few hours, and then threw a switch, and the generators came to life. Then he gave Mr. Ford the bill. It was for $10,000. Now, Mr. Ford was a bit tight-fisted with money, and he really complained that the bill was so high. But Mr. Steinmetz said to him, my notes are out of order, where's my page gone? Ah. He said, for tinkering with the generators, the fee is $10. For knowing where to tinker with the generators, $9,990. And Mr. Ford paid the bill. So wisdom, we can think of as knowing 
what to do that is right in situations that we come across. It can be a skill that lets you know how much more freedom to give your teenager. It can be the skill that allows you to handle money sensibly, to be able to enjoy spending it while being wise enough to save some. It's a skill of understanding your partner. Wisdom is being prepared. Now, if you could have absolutely anything in the world, what would you ask for? What would be the one thing that would add to your life, would impact your life the greatest? What would you say? Would it be money? Would it be power? Those of you with small children, maybe a bit of peace and quiet. Or maybe those with older children, a bit of peace and quiet. And some might want to be popular. We might all have different answers. But you know, back in the Bible, the, the person who wrote this book of Proverbs was King Solomon. And he was given that choice by God. God told King Solomon to ask for whatever he wanted, and God would provide it. Now, Solomon asked for wisdom, and God gave it to him. But wisdom was only the beginning. In Solomon's lifetime, while he was king, he accumulated so many riches, more than anyone could have imagined. He was popular, and his reputation spread throughout the world. His kingship was a time of great security and peace, and it all started with wisdom. Now, in our reading, it talks about a character called Lady Wisdom who goes out onto the streets and is telling people what the good things are about wisdom, why people should want wisdom. She goes to the places in the city where most people are going to be found. She doesn't just go to a little place and talk to one or two people. She wants everybody to know. She speaks to all people. And she's talking about things that are excellent, are right, and are true. And she wants people to know that because she says what she has to offer is far more valuable than silver or gold or rubies. Now, wisdom is available to every person, but many turn it down. So what can we do when we're thinking about wisdom? The world's view of wisdom is that it's something that you can get get by without if you have to choose between it and something of material value. The worldly view is, yeah, if I've got lots of money, life's going to be fine. But we see daily in the news, don't we, that that isn't true. So where does this wisdom come from? Well, there's a verse that says, if any of you is lacking in wisdom, let him ask of the giving God who gives to everyone liberally, ungrudgingly, without reproach or fault-finding, and it will be given to him. So if we're going to live a life with a purpose, we not only need to connect with God, but we must seek his wisdom. 
That's what God wants us to do, is to seek his wisdom. Now, we were told certain things about wisdom in that reading, which I know you might not have heard properly, but there were things that said wisdom is always true. It's good for us. And who was it? Which character in the Bible do we think of that always spoke the truth, always said things that were good? Anyone? Yeah, Jesus. I don't know who said that, but Jesus is, if you like, wisdom personified. So wisdom in a person is Jesus. Everything that we read about in this book about wisdom we can say exactly the same thing about Jesus. So if we want to become wise and live our lives sensibly and wisely, we've got limited words in English for saying some things, we need to be seeking God's face. We need to be reading our Bible because that's how we're going to know more about Jesus. If we don't touch open our Bible we're not going to learn much about Jesus. The more we read our Bibles, the more we take on board what the Bible says, the more we're going to know Jesus, the more we're going to understand, and our wisdom, our measure of wisdom, is going to increase. Now, there was a situation with Solomon where there were two women who had had babies. One of the babies had died, And the woman whose baby had died in the night had taken the other lady's baby. And then, obviously, there was an argument. You know, that baby's mine. No, he's mine, or she's mine. So they went to King Solomon and said, you know, that baby's mine, and the other one, no, that's my baby. Now, because King Solomon was wise, God showed him exactly what to do. So he asked for a sword, and he said, bring me the baby. And what do you think he was going to do? Yeah, cut the baby in half and give half a baby to one mother, half to the other mother. Do you think, would that have resolved the situation? No, because instantly, one of the women said, no, give the baby to her. I won't have a baby. Now, which one was actually the mother? Was it the one who said, give the baby to the other lady? Yeah. Because her mother's love for that baby was so strong that she would rather live without her child than to see her child basically killed. That was real wisdom. And we can have that wisdom as well. So we cannot live life life in the best way possible if we ignore the wisdom offered by the author of all life. So our choice in all of this is to walk with Jesus. I mentioned a little while ago characteristics that would remind us of Jesus. They were, I am the truth. I walk in the way of righteousness. I was in existence before the beginning of the world. I follow every command of the Lord. I help to create the world. He who finds me finds life. 
That is Jesus. And there's a verse in 1 Corinthians that says, God has united you with Christ Jesus. For our benefit, God made him to be wisdom itself. So I would far rather have that wisdom to live my life by than to have lots of money and rubies and diamonds. I don't possess a diamond. I don't really have any precious stones. I've got a little bit of gold. I've got some money. But for me, knowing God in a deeper way, having his wisdom to live by, is the long-lasting thing that I want to pursue. I came across this, um, I don't know what the technical word is, I didn't teach English, I was a maths teacher, for, a thing for the word Bible, taking each of the letters. Basic instructions before leaving earth. So, basic instructions before leaving earth. We need those basic instructions, so we need to be reading that manual, our Bible. If the band could come up, please. And I'm just going to read some of the verses that you heard earlier on, but in a different version. Um, if you could just play something while I do that, and then I'll hand over to you, okay? Thanks. So, wisdom, characterized as lady wisdom, I like the fact that it's a lady, not just always a man. Jesus, calling out in a busy area. And in this version it says, I'm calling to you, sons of Adam. Yes, and to you, daughters as well. Listen to me, and you will be prudent and wise. For even the foolish and feeble can receive an understanding heart that will change their inner being. The meaning of my words will release within you revelation for you to reign in life. My lyrics will empower you to live by what is right. For everything I say is unquestionably true. Amen. Feel free.